0: The breaking the barrier a western lifestyle podcast highlighting those breaking barriers both in and out of the arena i'm your host rebel Soclocho, welcoming you to part two of this week's dual episode feature on a couple resist all rookies of the year we just visited with Bo cooper the calf roping rookie of the year but now we're sitting down with slade wood the steer roping and all-around rookie so to start out um Tell us about how you got into rodeo and how you started focusing on steer roping.
1: Uh, I got into rodeo as a young kid. I uh, went to all the rodeos watching my dad. And just as soon as I come out, I was like two years old. And I had this picture of me in the living room swinging a rope, trying to rope this play dummy that I had. And ever since then, I've just been in love with it. I love doing it every day. And it's just something that I was born into and it was easy to get into.
0: Absolutely. So obviously you won Rookie of the Year, but you also ended up fourth in the world. Um, And that's impressive whether it's your rookie year or not. Um, What is your mindset as you approach competition and how have you developed that in such a short amount of time?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'd like to say it was all like easy from the beginning, but it was tough (laughs) the first of the year. And it uh, really made me scratch my head and like really realize that, I am a rookie out here roping against all these guys that have been doing it for however long now. And it's only my first year and I had so much to learn. And I was blessed to have the year I had because it all turned around for me. And I learned a lot and I learned how to win. And I feel like, and I feel like that's one of the main things that you have to learn when you're out there is everyone can rope out there, but you have to learn how to win against those guys. And it's something that you can't be taught. It's, you just have to go learn it yourself. And, uh, I feel like that was the biggest thing I learned this year was how to win with those guys.
0: Definitely. So when you started out in 2021, was the Rookie of the Year title something you had your eye on? Or was that something that became a possibility kind of later in the year?
1: Um, so when I started my rookie year, and I feel like this is probably everyone's goal, was to win the Rookie of the Year. Um, I really had confidence in myself that I could go and do it. And I got out there and the winter is slow for the steer ropers. And I just couldn't get nothing Going like I had maybe seven thousand one in May, and that's like about the time you need to realize you need to have more one, or if you're in a good spot. And I didn't have enough one at all, and I was behind in the rookie standings by like probably seven thousand. And I kind of started doubting myself. I was like, well, maybe I'm not going to be able to get this goal that I was hoping for. And then at the end of June, it turned around, and I went from behind to like right there with him at Cheyenne. And once I did good there. I jumped ahead of him and stayed ahead of him from there.
0: So what changed at that turning point in June? Um, Was your horse working better? Was your mindset a little bit different? But what kind of propelled you into the successful second half of the year?
1: Um, I actually was riding my good horse, Soren and Junior. I rode him at the finals this year. And uh, he actually got hurt in Pecos in the beginning of June. And so on the way from – I roped on him in Pecos in the short round. And then – Drove to Prescott the next day and got him out of the trailer and he was crippled, tore his uh medial tendon, and so I didn't get to ride him all summer and he was like ready maybe three month three weeks before the finals, and so I got on a horse that my dad had bought and wasn't getting along with, and I guess that was my turning point because when I got on him I started winning a lot and he just made it easy I I didn't really worry about the horse I just kind of let him do his deal and just focused on me and winning one and. Won. and I think it turned because I was going from rodeo to rodeo and had no time to think about it. And I was just starting to get in the groove where like in winter, it was like one rodeo maybe once a week or once a month. And so I wasn't getting the ball rolling. And once I got it rolling, I felt like it was just easy to keep it going with all the rodeos just being back to back. And then I feel like that was the turning point probably when I got on that other horse.
0: Talk about the importance of horsepower. Um, You know, obviously it's important in in every event, but specifically in the steer roping, how important is it to be mounted well?
1: Oh, it's everything. I mean, a good horse in the steer roping can make you look 10 times better. Like, it's just, it's all (laughs) trust in the steer roping. Like, you have to have a good one because as soon as you step off the horse, you're behind the horse. The horse has no idea what's going on behind you. So it takes a super amount of trust for them to just go... And when you say, whoa, stop, let Steer sit there any time. And if he's kicking or anything, he just doesn't move. Like, I think it's more horsemanship in that event than anything. Because without the horse, you can't really do the event. Because the horse that ain't that good is a to run off, And, and you're, it's just over with. So I think the horse is the main part in Steer open.
0: Definitely. So your dad was also pretty pretty competitive in the steer roping um how has he helped you in the event and just kind of as a human being
1: (laughs) yeah uh no so I have to give him all the credit pretty much on my trip and I mean everyone there's been people tell me certain things and like help me with little bit bits and pieces of stuff but for as far as the fundamentals and everything I learned everything from him he was he's been there I tied steers when I was a little kid I try and I just beg him to let me time while he was practicing and uh i think that helped a lot because i wasn't able to learn any bad habits i had him there the whole time to if i was learning a bad habit to correct me so that way i didn't get into it and i just learned how to do it right from the very beginning and he just taught me a lot from i wrote cows a lot when i was younger and taught me pretty much everything i know about roping and how to keep a good mindset and it's all about your attitude mainly it's more mental than it is physical on the rodeo world.
0: Obviously last year was your rookie year and that's a big transition for anyone. Um, What was the biggest surprise from your end in that transition from, you know, high school and amateur rodeo to the professional stage?
1: Yeah. Everyone says that it's way different and you like, like, you know it is, but you're also like, okay, it can't be that much different. It's all rodeo. It's not the same, but until you get out there, you don't realize it. like, you're roping against a different level of guys, even though sometimes those guys are at the amateur rodeos, but it's just a different rodeo. I youth rodeo forever. And like roping against kids and my age, it's like you rope, you think you rope to the best of your ability. And then when you get out there and rope with those guys that are better than you, you sharpen up and you just are more aggressive and you don't realize it, but you thought you were giving it 110% in the youth rodeo. And then you go to the pro rodeos and you roped how you did there and realize you have more to give. And those guys just sharpen you up. I feel like that. The more you rope with the better guys, the better you get. It's just, I don't know. It's it was a big transition. I uh, it definitely showed because the first half of my year I was rock. I didn't win.
0: Yeah, you know, for anyone in the rodeo industry, they understand you know your schedule and and being in you know ten different states in the course of a week um but generally speaking your lifestyle looks quite a bit different from someone else your age it's in the same point in life as you um how do you kind of maintain a sort of routine and what has that kind of been like
1: yeah I uh I feel like any kid that rodeos their lifestyle is way different than anyone else's because I mean if you're really working at it you're out there in the practice bin every day practicing and you're missing out on other stuff as a kid Mm -hmm. that most kids might be doing but it's well worth it and I just like try to focus on being able to practice every day and but also not burn yourself out like after the finals I took me a like a month break just to clear my mind because I never rodeoed that hard as hard as I did this summer like we were gone for three months out of the year and never came home and it's fun and all but it'll kind of wear on you so I told myself after the finals I was going to take me a month break and then get back to it. And about the last week of that month, I started craving it again, like really wanting to do it. And I feel like you got to know when you need to practice a lot, but also know when to back off and not wear yourself out because we're doing this for fun. Yeah. It becomes a job, but you got to remember the reason you're all you're doing it is to have fun.
0: Definitely. So um, who are some of your rodeo idols and why do you look up to them?
1: Uh, Trevor Brazil is definitely the greatest of all time. Like, I mean, if you don't look up to him then so he trips steers and he really was good on horsemanship like he is in all his events. So I really like watching him because he got everything out of his horse. And so it made it easier for him. And then I, I look up to my dad, of course, my dad and, uh, just, I like watching Scott Snedeker. He's helped me quite a bit too. And, uh, just, I like guys that are, good in and out of the arena I want to help you and see you do good and there's a guy that I went with this summer Bryce Davis I uh I really respect him and he he's really good on your mental game and he's there to help you no matter what and so just the guys that have the best interest for you are who I look up to the most
0: we talk so much about what it takes to be a good competitor you know the technique the horsepower the list kind of goes on and on But at the end of the day, what do you want to leave people with? Like, how do you want people to remember Slade Wood after they've met you or interacted with you at a rodeo?
1: I definitely want them to be like, man, that was a nice guy. I'm glad I got to talk to him and just to be polite to everyone. I mean, it doesn't matter who you're talking to or what. I feel like you need to be polite and respectful to anyone and just talk to anyone that wants to talk to you and be the nice guy and, so that way, when people think of you, they're like, "Oh, that's a that's a good guy. He wants. I'd like to be around him and talk to him, and surround myself with people like him. Instead of, oh man, that guy. I didn't like him. He wasn't very, very wasn't very nice, or just didn't have the time for me. I want to be the guy to like to sit there and talk to you and just have a good conversation, like we're nothing's different between us.
0: So you won the rookie title in the steer open and the all around title. Uh, what did it mean for you to win both of those?
1: Uh it was it was a blessing. I uh like I said, my goal was to win the rookie of the year in the steer open and make the finals and then I got halfway through the season and I really wasn't thinking about the all around because I hadn't won nothing in the tripping and the all around was a goal, but not like I didn't have it set in stone and I got to winning and I had a bunch of one in the trip and I really wasn't planning on team roping or calf roping any. And uh, I finally got to a point at the rodeos where I was had enough one to where I could stop at some of the team ropings and team rope. And so I went ahead and entered the team roping at a couple of rodeos. And one weekend we came down home and I went to Mesquite and I entered with my dad and we won money there and then went up to like Big Timber and Pendleton and entered those rodeos. And it just, it went from not thinking I was going to do it to, oh, I have a chance to do this, and uh, it was just a blessing. I really, I'm just, I think I'm more thrilled about the all around than I am the steer open rookie of the year. But, I mean, <laughs> I feel like everyone would be the all around is just. I think it's more prestige than anything, just like the all around world title.
0: Definitely. So, obviously, both of those titles were were really exciting, but. I think the purpose of those is to really just be a springboard to the next year and really to the rest of your professional career. Um, What are some goals you have for 2022
1: and beyond? Um, The goal definitely this year is to once again make the finals and hopefully this year go in a little bit higher and if not number one, maybe number two or three. And the goal is definitely to win the gold buckle this year. I know that's everyone's goal that's rodeo on, but I really feel like if I put my head to it and just work on it and not worry about anything else, I feel like I have a chance at it, but that's definitely the goal is to win the average in the gold buckle this year at the finals.
0: So a question that I, I always like to ask people as we kind of wrap things up, um, what has been the best piece of advice that you have received and just something that you'd like to pass along to other people?
1: Um, Probably your actions in and out of the arena because people see more in the arena, like Cowboy Channel shows everything now. So in the arena, you're on TV most of the time. I know the tripping's now not, but most of the rodeos are all on TV. And so everyone sees what you do in the arena and your, your actions in the arena reflect what you do on the outside or how people look at you. So I know it's disappointing and I've been bad about it when I was younger to just get upset and just be all mad about it and just kind of look immature in the arena and i think it you have to be mature and whether you win or lose or catch or miss or something goes right or doesn't you have to just walk out of the arena like you won and i learned that this summer too like even if you don't win or miss or something you have to have the confidence riding out of the arena like you won or not because the next day you have to go to another rodeo and it changes the next day and so if you keep dwelling on that it's just gonna keep bothering you and you're not gonna progress and the next day at the rodeo it's not going to be any good so definitely your actions in and out of the arena and just your attitude is the main thing i feel like in the rodeo world to succeed
0: you know it's like that in anything and, and i think that's really neat um so cheyenne frontier days was obviously a highlight for you this year tell us more about that
1: so like i mentioned I got on that different horse and I rode that horse in the first round of Cheyenne and my dad won Cheyenne two years in a row. And that was, my goal is to win Cheyenne at least one time in my life, if not more. (laughs) I mean, I think that's everyone's goal that everyone, when you see someone wearing that buckle, you know where that buckle's from. And it's just, it's just one of the most prestigious rodeos and the, uh, the coolest rodeo. It's different setup. You don't ever open a setup like that. And, uh, I think it was pretty cool winning that first round, especially on that horse, because I hadn't, it was about the time I was starting to ride that horse, and right there, that won me about 7,000, and that helped out a lot, like, I went from, I was winning the rookie to now I have a chance to, if I keep winning, I'm going to make the finals, and so Cheyenne was a big turning point, too, because I won that in the first round, and then come back and won second in the shootout round, and ended up leaving there with about like 15,000. That bought me from like 21st to 15th in the world. And I was like, well, if I keep winning, I'm gonna have a chance to make a final. <laughs> so that really just gave me a boost of confidence and really just turned my summer around right there, honestly.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much for giving me some of your time today.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: That was Slade Wood, the 2021 resistall Rookie of the Year Steer Roper and All-Around Cowboy. Be sure to check out part one of this week's dual episode series featuring Bo Cooper, the calf roping rookie of the year. You're listening to Breaking the Barrier. Breaking the Barrier is produced by the Rural Radio Network.